The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is happening. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis, and our special guest host, always the wonderful, the sensual, the ever-speaking, the ever-interesting, the ever-affecting Sammy Phillips. Hi, Sammy. Hi, Brucey. Hi. Hi, TJ. Hey. Happy holidays, everybody. We're in the midst of it right now. Can we just say happy holidays? I mean, let's be happy about something, right? You know what, guys? I don't know about you, but I feel like it it isn't the holiday season yet. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I haven't subjected myself to a a shopping mall or the the normal rigmarole that gives me the indicators that, you know, the the Christmas season is upon us. But I'm missing something. I I don't know exactly what it is, though. Can I tell you what it is? Yeah, you're, yeah, in a fu- you're in a fucking cave. Look at you. You're in a black vortex with no Christmas nothing, no light, no no cheer, no holiday zilcho. You, you yeah, where's Santa's what? elf? You, I don't even see Santa's you, elf. You know what's funny is it's actually really bright in here. It's just all camera lights and trickery that makes it look this dark. But I'm like, th- there's a moon of a light right here, like in my face. It's, that moon, that, that, moon is your, that moon is your head, TJ. It's, it's hey. looking pretty fun. <laughs> hey, not very nice. Oh, come on. You've got a great bald head. I I would not look good with a bald head. I think you're, you've got the you know perfect don't. Bruce, you, you're definitely on to something there. There are only a handful of people, I think, that really uh, can rock uh, a straight bald head. And if you have a yeah. misshapen head, it's not good. It's a bad look. No, no my head will look good this way. But it won't look good this way. <laughs> I told you I can't even wear hats, man. I, I'll probably look like the Elephant Man walking around. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm curious, Sam. What are your thoughts on on bald men as a whole? Because men hold on to their hair for so long, or at least try to, sometimes too long. When when I feel like they're they're fighting a fight that just doesn't need to be fought more often than not. Um, here's the deal. I like bald guys. I don't see anything wrong with them. I like to slap and play with their heads. Kiss them, rub them, look at them, polish them, wipe Got the it. sweat off them. Got it, Sammy. I think we all have our visions right now. Very good. But if you actually saw this horror movie many years ago called Phantasm 2. With there you. There's a scene with me and Reg, the guy who's the star of the movie, one of the stars of the movie. He plays the ice cream man. And we have a sex scene where I'm wearing underwear because, I mean, who has a sex scene that's naked? Nobody. And um, and the motivation, I needed to have motivation for this scene with this older guy. I was younger when I filmed it. And in discussing it with the director and talking with the guy, I'm like, huh, like, what? what is, what's the thing between me and this man? 
I love bald heads. I love bald heads. And that was my gig in the movie. Hence um, that fantastic, very famous scene. And uh, in real life, I too like men with bald heads. There we go. You make Bruce Willis very proud. And TJ, of course. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, feel, I, I'm feeling better about myself now. Thanks thanks for that, Sam. Okay, one question. Is it true that men with bald heads have lots and lots of body hair? Ooh. I don't know about that. The thing that I have heard about men... No, I, 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 I don't think that's Are really... Bald man, I'm asking the bald man in the room. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so, TJ, you answer uh, I, I have a fair amount of chest hair, but I'm not like a very hairy... Uh, arm and leg kind of guy. So what I do, back. what I back. do hear about no back bald hair, men, no back hair really. What I heard about bald men, or what I read one time, we were doing our, you know, the old SNR show. It came up one time is that uh, they're very virile, uh, high testosterone levels supposedly, more virile well, than men with it, hair. It, I've it, heard isn't that, I don't isn't, know isn't that what it's supposed to be, Bruce? Like if you are bald, that's because your body creates. Uh, more testosterone than it's supposed to, or something. Yeah, like, that's I, what that's what I mean. If that's true, I, I mean, I, I don't know why I'm not jacked then, but I don't. I'm gonna I don't say, know. why don't you have more children? Uh, well, just, just ask his wife. No, no, ask how, his wife. Don't ask stra- TJ. No, no, strategy is how I don't have more children. Let me just tell you that planning, save, preparation, save the bank account, save the bank account. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, speaking of children, speaking of relationships, um, I had a pretty active day yesterday. We all know about Cameo, right? We know what the Cameo.com videos that I do, which I do a ton of. I get a lot of orders at my Cameo.com webpage as well as BruceBuffer.com. We talk about it all the time on the show. I'm inundated having the biggest month ever doing all the holiday videos for everybody, which I love to do. I got a request um, the other day and or last week, I forget, and the request was from a man who wrote in a request on Cameo, which only gives you a very short amount of characters to write. So the script appears on your phone, the order appears on your phone, and you film it or decline it. Now, he just said, in so many words, I'd like you to say five words in your exciting way for my girlfriend. Well, the thing that he wanted me to say was, and again, I might not have this correct, um, uh, it's time, Kaylee, to move on, right? Which I did. I happened to be filming other videos. I was in my tuxedo, and I was just before the show. It was last Saturday before the UFC 256. And I did it in my hotel room. And I gave it the big bravado. And I gave it all the excitement. Because I thought it could have been move on to another house. Move on to another job. Move oh, on to another car. Did you just break this. up with someone? So what happened was, and it occurred to me, that he could be breaking up with his girlfriend. And it just didn't seem that. So I made it as entertaining as possible. Okay? Right. Now I learned a lesson. Because somebody released the video saying... Bruce Buffer helping the guy break up with his girlfriend oh, or whatever. No. It's, it suddenly goes viral. It appears in the New York Post. It appears in USA Today. It appears in Australia. It appears in the Star in London, UK, the uh, the Inquirer type paper over there. So now it's like I'm doing breakup videos and people are getting a big kick out of it. But the thing is, that is not me. Okay, let right. me just have this say. That is not me. Yeah. I will not do any breakup videos don't ask me to i won't be doing divorce vid- i just don't do that but this one slipped through the cracks as a result tmz had me yeah. on yesterday and gave me a chance to talk about it and explain that that's just you know the way it is so um, bruce l- let me let me vouch for you a little bit here we've been working together uh, i 11 12 years something along those lines and yes. you know we- we've we've had conversations on and off the air where you have straight up said, 
no, I'm not. E- even in in private sort of deals where it wouldn't be released to the public, you've said, look, I, I'm not comfortable associating myself with this. You are a, a man, in, in my experience, that has a true heart of gold and, and really doesn't want to uh, offend anyone. And yeah. uh, I, I firmly believe that when something like this gets through the cracks, it's not, uh, oh, I'm going to go do this, and then if it, uh, ends up biting me in the ass, I'm going to backpedal and and try to get myself out of it. That's not who you are. You would turn down sizable amount of money um, to, to, to make sure that you are doing what you believe uh, is the right thing. And and no offense to your price point on, on Cameo. Uh, I'm sure you're getting a, a nice, uh, healthy sum. But at the same time, th- there's no amount that anybody's going to give you on Cameo that would make you compromise uh, your beliefs. So as someone who knows you fairly well, Bruce, yeah. let me let me just sign here and say, look, you know, one gets past the goalie every so often. Unfortunately, this is one of those times. It's one of those times. And, um, and I thank you, TJ. I appreciate your kind words because you're absolutely correct. So for those of you that want to order videos through BruceBuffer.com or Cameo, no, no breakup videos. And if I question any video, I'm going to write back and have you define exactly what it's for. Otherwise, happy to do them. I'm filming tons of them every day and happy to make everybody as happy as I possibly can. Thank you to uh, Harvey and and uh, TMZ for clearing that up for me. They even said, too, they knew that obviously they slipped it through. Right. So if you can go to TMZ or you can go look on Twitter and you can catch the uh, the video of me and them. It's really very funny. But here's the cool thing. After we talked about this, they took it upon themselves to talk. Right, Sammy? You saw the video about Puncher's Chance. Bergman. Oh, God, they gave you such a great plug. Oh, it's incredible. You know, it's like that's the kind of advertising that would cost a tremendous amount of money. And uh, thank you, TMZ, for being cool about that. It gave me a really cool uh, promotion. And all I can tell you is Puncher's Chance, while we're on the subject, is selling like hotcakes for the holidays. People are buying it for gifts. We have one store in Florida. We're in the Winn-Dixie chain store in Florida, which is 240 stores, as an example. That's huge. And it's huge. And in Riverview, um, Florida, they have a Winn-Dixie store. Guys, they have ordered 27 cases in just three weeks. Wow. 27 selling like crazy. Hey, hey, real quick, going back to to this poor young lady, I think you said her name was Kaylee. Kaylee, yes. Let's put this out there. First off, if you don't comp her a bottle of Puncher's Chance, I'll buy her a bottle of Puncher's Chance. But she's going to need a bottle. I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. Hey. If Kaylee is somehow listening or somebody knows who Kaylee is. Yeah, APB. Kaylee, Kaylee, write me through my website, brucebuffer.com. Okay, and I'll have, I have a couple questions to be sure that you're the Kaylee we're talking about, so it can't just be anybody. But if you happen to be the Kaylee that we're talking about, I am going to give you a free video of your choice. Right. And hey. you have a gift from me. Write me, and you will get it. Okay, I'll give you the best Christmas introduction you ever had because, Kaylee, all I do is wish you the best. I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I had no idea what I was doing. There's nothing to be sorry about, but I will be happy to give you a Christmas gift if you contact me. Maybe I'm overstepping my bounds here. I do believe my my role as producer here, but let's let Kaylee, like, co-host a show or at least do a segment and maybe fire back just a little bit within reason. You know, don't destroy this gentleman, but— I, I think she should get her uh, her 15 minutes here on this program. Done. That actually is not a bad idea. And you know what? We'll have Sammy on when that happens, too, because you'd be a good counterpart to that one. Kaylee, again, anybody knows who Kaylee is? Yeah. Kaylee, you're listening. You get a free video. You got to be on the show. 
It's time to make you famous. And, <laughs> I think you already are. <laughs> and a bottle of Puncher's <laughs> Chance. This, this is a, all, all of a sudden, this is a great time to be Kaylee. Yeah, that's a better gift than giving me some of my best friends. That's very cool. Very right. cool. There we go. All right, there we go. So Puncher's Chance for everybody. Get your holiday gifts. Get out there. And uh, what can I say? Very excited about that. Sammy, we're in Christmas. There's a lot going on. We're going to talk UFC and stories. But listen, as usual, we're forced to talk about COVID because so much is going on. A little couple updates before we start the COVID talk. We have reached record cases daily. It's happening daily, breaking records. There's over 300,000 people dead now in the United States. We had over a million cases just in the last day, if I heard that correctly this morning. I won't say where I heard it because I don't want to go into crap about news sources. News is news. Now, one of the big things that's ah, an issue here. Bruce, I know, I know. News that's not isn't news. About it before. News we talked about yeah, it before. No, I, I, but you, you feel the source was a reputable source? CNN. You want to argue with CNN? No, no, that's fine. That, that, I mean, the reason I ask is because uh, I'm inundated with stuff on Facebook where people are debating and, and pointing to fact and, and source, and it's like, that's a blog. You know, that's a, that's a, a right-wing, uh, pretty no, radical CNN. blog. But no, no, CNN's, CNN is, uh, is legit. They have a little bit of bias, but uh, th- that's a real news source. Exactly, exactly. Here's the thing. Um, California, of course, they issued recently the regional stay-at-home order. Uh, mm. And the, the problem is in hospitals now in California, in Los Angeles, Yeah, they're almost full. I know. They're almost a 100% capacity yeah. right now. I mean, you might argue this, that the lockdown, but we are at almost 100% capacity. Mm-hmm. Now, it is getting closer to me personally. I don't know how you guys are dealing with it, but between the UFC issues that they have with fighters occasionally and, and other people yeah. you know, being in the bubble, and we've all heard about stuff that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, between I've had friends who have had friends that have died or been seriously sick. I have personal friends that have been sick that got through it. Some have after effects. Some don't. They got through it 100%. I just had another very close friend of mine. Um, they even told me before she went down to this affair, her best friend was having a birthday party, was going to have seven or eight girls over for a relatively COVID safe environment, 17 people showed up three days later. The number could be larger now, but four or five of them are sick, including my friend who is now in quarantine and it's been rough. The fever, the headaches, the the, uh, body aches, the dizziness, all that comes through. She'll get through it. She's in amazing shape. She's very healthy. I'm sure she'll be fine. But the biggest thing that scares me guys about getting this, I feel like I could get through it. Obviously, the danger of giving it to my mother, as we yep. all worry about our parents and such, that's my number one priority. I'm, I will always put myself in front of my mom and take the bullet. But it's the after effects. Mm-hmm. The after effects are what scares me. We hear about these dangers of the heart enlargement in athletes, the neurological damage, God forbid, lung membrane damage, all that. I am still, I don't care what's going on, I am still being as safe as possible and doing what we need to do. And... Uh, what I'm asking you guys is we're going to go into the vaccine here. The vaccine's being issued now. Now, of course, it's going to go to the elderly. It's going to go to the people that needed the frontline workers. They're even talking about, uh, you know, people that clean up, you know, because uh, offices and stuff, you know, maid services. Or, I don't know if that goes down to maid services or whatever, cleaning lady, cleaning person services. But we'll probably a few months until we can have access to it. Right. Question to you is now, I'll, I'll give you my answer real quick. It's like an iPhone to me. I want to see how it works over the first few months and just continue to practice my safety and protocol or maybe just go ahead and get it. But even my doctor, who is a very COVID 
knowledgeable doctor says it's the jury's still out. People don't know what the long-term effects of mm-hmm. the vaccine are, much less the long-term effects of this. Question, are you going to get the vaccine? I mean, I want to get it. Are you going to get it? I'll, I'll Sam. let Sam have the floor first. Me? Yep. Yeah, Sammy. Ladies first. Come on. Um, I'm not really rushing to go get the shot. I uh, have sort of an opinion about shots of that nature. I don't like them. Um, I haven't gotten a flu shot in so many years. And the last time I did get a flu shot, I got the flu. I got the flu when I got the shot. And then I got the flu after the shot. So I'm not a big fan of introducing foreign substances and things, viruses and diseases into my body to create an antibody because things morph and change and merge and become a different strain and right. et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just kind of not into it. Do, do, you so, know, do you know, Sammy, you say that you got the flu shot and then you got the flu. Did you actually get tested for the flu? Did you have influenza A or B or did you just get sick? I got really sick. You don't know if that's the flu or not. So, like, for example, uh, back in May, I got really sick. Like, I thought I had COVID. I went to the, the doctor and I got tested. They gave me an influenza A and B test and, and a COVID test and all came back uh, negative. Now, barring a, a, a false negative, uh, I wasn't sick with any of those known ailments. But I sure as hell felt sick. I had a temperature of 103. I couldn't sleep for two days. Uh, but they said, no, nah, it's just another sort of virus. And was that a flu shot? And you had a flu shot? Uh, I get a flu shot every year. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't prevent you from getting it. This is not going to prevent you but, from but getting again, it. It's going to prevent you from getting the serious effects. But, of it. but again, I didn't get the flu. I had a flu shot. Right. and I still got you sick. Got I think a else. lot of people think that if you have a, a fever and the body aches and stuff that, oh, you got the flu. No, you could have gotten any number of viruses or uh, another influenza sort of. Uh, virus, but the bottom line is, uh, I, I think that we uh, only increase our chances of not getting the flu by like thirty or forty percent uh, when you get a, a flu vaccine. So, you know, for some people, it's peace of mind. For others, uh, you know, I, if I had to pay for the flu shot, guys, I probably wouldn't do it. Uh, I get it uh, free through my insurance. Um, but, it's only 35 bucks. It's not expensive. Yeah. I mean, it, but $35 for me to increase my chances of not getting it only by, you know, 40% or so. I mean, I, I very rarely get the flu. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, I'm against you on that, though. I'll always get the flu shot. I sure. always have because of the international travel. And again, it doesn't right. prevent you from getting it. You can get it. You just don't want to get it severe. But, but, but have you ever had the flu? So I had the flu one time. Yeah, I've had it. Like, like, yeah. one, like you got tested and it came back positive for the flu. I'm asking. When I had it? Yeah. Did you get uh, tested? Because unless you got tested and it was confirmed. So long, it's been so long since I've had the Knock on wood. I hate talking about this because right. I don't want to get sick. Yeah. It's been so long I've had the flu and I don't remember. I just know the doctor sure. diagnosed me with the flu. So maybe I so did. If the doctor diagnosed you with the flu, then you, then you probably took the test. I've had the flu one time in my life. And, and guys, I thought I was going to die. Uh, yeah, I went well, to the hospital, was there for a, a day and a half, was on an IV. Like, it, it was terrible. Um, that's bad. But... I've also been sick a bunch of times where uh, I'm at home and, you know, I throw up and I get the chills and I get past it in a day. I don't know if that's the flu uh, or not. But No, no, no. That's 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 one of those 24 hour bugs. But let me right. go back into this a little bit. The vaccine, OK, does not mean that you're not going to get it. OK, right. you can yeah, still yeah. get it. 
Yep. It doesn't mean that you can't, after it's over, from what I've researched here, and again, quote me if I'm wrong, or in the future, if it comes out different, it doesn't mean that you can't attract it after you've had the vaccine or after you even had COVID. We don't know. And you can still be a spreader. Right. So, so here's the thing. Getting a vaccine, does that mean we won't need to wear a mask? No, we do no. need to wear a mask. Maybe not forever, but definitely longer. It's estimated that 70% of Americans have to be vaccinated before we get to a potential herd immunity through vaccination. That means 230 million Americans have to get te- uh, the vaccine, right? Right. And it's a double-dose vaccine. This is going to take time. Right. Okay. So realize it's going to take time. Get it if you can get it, if that's your choice. Keep wearing your mask and practicing the safety and protocol because, again, as it is now and as it will be in the future, it's not just about you. Right. It's about the people around you. Right. Okay. What, what, what I'll say, Bruce, on, on the, the vaccine front is there's going to be a lot of time uh, before it's even readily available to us. In that time, uh, I have a feeling that we're going to learn more and more uh, about it. And, and another thing, too, is for me, I'm not in a rush to go get the vaccine, guys, because – even if I got the vaccine, it's not really going to change the way that I go out in public. I will still continue to wear the mask. I will still, yeah. you know, wash my hands and, and be, uh, you know, as vigilant as possible about not getting sick. I, I think a lot of people, for whatever reason, think, oh, I'll get the vaccine and then I'm impervious. And, you know, I, I've talked to people. We talked to, to Dr. Davidson in the past, Bruce, too, where when you get COVID-19, we believe that there's a period of immunity, but we don't know for how long. I think the rough estimate has been three months. Uh, I've heard anywhere from three to six months. And also, too, we're talking about COVID-19, which is, uh, you know, the, the coronavirus, novel coronavirus from 2019. Uh, I assume this is going to evolve. I assume this is going to change. They've already said it will be. Right. So yeah. the, the vaccine is also something that is going uh, to have to change uh, it'll have to change each year the same yeah. way flu vaccines change each year as the, as we go forward listen we're in the situation it isn't going away soon right so and i don't uh, I'm, I'm i'm tired of being the bearer of bad news i'm just the bearer of reality news the, the, and that's the way it is the, let me the, give you another hey, example hey, of what real, happened real, real quick before you get away from it uh, the one thing that you said bruce is the one thing that i'm very afraid of more than anything it's not so much getting COVID 19 today and and potentially dying from COVID 19 today it's getting yeah. the virus, getting past the virus, and then finding out down the road the long-term effects that it has uh, on our bodies. That's what's really scary to me is even if you get the coronavirus and, and you know, get through it, it doesn't mean you're out of the woods yet. And, and Dr. Davidson even said that. Like, if people are still suffering the ill effects of, of COVID-19 following, you know, their body defeating the, the virus, we don't totally know – if you're ever going to get better or if you won't get better, it's, it's just so much a, a hurry up and wait. And I think that's sort of what you're talking about with this with it's, this vaccine is is time will tell. I guess I'm just biding my time because, first off, I can't take the, vi- or the vaccine today even if I wanted to. Second, by the time it's available to me, uh, I'm sure we'll have so much more information than we exactly, already know. Exactly. And as an example, um, case in point, I'm with you on that. My friend who I was talking to who is very healthy. The biggest fear they have, and they even stop going on the internet reading about the after effects, that's the biggest fear they have. Because just like anything, when you have that untold enemy, you don't know where it's coming from, it can get you at any time. That's, that's 
the fearful part because we don't have an answer to that. Let me give you another situation here that occurred. We all know that we're not supposed to be in group events, right? So Christmas parties, everything, they're all coming down to family, you know, be with your immediate family, the people you know that hopefully you're COVID-free. They had an incident here. They had a Santa Claus in Georgia, right? And the Mr. and Mrs. Santa Claus came out. The Santa Parade and photo op in Georgia last Thursday now may have exposed up to 50 children to COVID-19 because both Santa and his wife, who posed as Santa and Mrs. Claus, both tested positive for COVID two days later. That's how fast this thing happens. That's horrible. That's the Christmas gift that I hope doesn't keep on giving, you know, crazy. That's terrible. It's terrible. 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 Where's Charles Barkley when we need him? Yeah, terrible. terrible. Now, Sammy, here's something that might be up your alley. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Under, You know what the biggest thing happening is? Underground sex parties are springing up all over the place due to COVID. It's like a secret. Yeah. I, do, I throw them all the time. Yeah, no, you're talking. Yeah, about- I know you're always there. You probably just got back from one. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> guys, we we spend half the show like just getting all the people out of Sam's uh, place before we go on the air from the night before. They're just left over. Like, yeah, now Sam's throwing all the parties. Gotta go home, kids. Right. Time to leave. Yeah. She's like, oh, they're they're here fixing the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, there's basically, listen, they've had 158 people that have been arrested in L.A. County so far for underground sex swingers parties. That's crazy. Uh, who the hell is going to go to a, a swingers party, a mass orgy or whatever, as much fun as that could be for the people that love it in this day and age? I mean, are people actually that stupid yes. or are they actually that no, horny th- or is it both? It's both, Bruce. I think the fact that people are shut in for as long as they have been. And, you know, what's going to happen after you've been indoors for a little too long? You're going to get a little, you know, randy. You're going to want to, you know, be more active than uh, your environment suggests. And, I mean, you know, more often than not, people just don't think and they go out and do things. And then, unfortunately, they're uh, parts of stories like this here on It's Time. When in doubt, practice self-love. Get good at it so you don't leave the, have to leave the house. unless <laughs> completely necessary. I, I, like, Probably I the best choice. I, Sammy, I, I, is, there, is there an increase in uh, the porno industry's revenue and all from people home watching porn? And I know it's all changed. I don't know how these things – there's so many free sites, and I'm not a porn watcher as we know. But is there an increase in the demand and, and all from people being home and, and you know doing whatever they got to do? From the kids that stay here. Because uh, I occasionally have an adult model or two cruising on through the house. For the parties. For the party, yes, for the big sex parties that I have, you know. But um, so, no, but what the kids are saying is if they were smart enough to jump on the OnlyFans train prior to the lockdown, yeah. they made a fucking killing. Yep. What is that, where you pay like a monthly fee or something? So... Yes. So with OnlyFans, you pay a monthly fee. Some kids have it set at like $5 a month. Some kids have it set at $20 a month, which is silly. What do you mean then, kids? You keep saying kids. She, she, means, she means people younger than her. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, I don't mean children. Jesus Obviously, Christ. About, well, like, I was like a teenager, so I don't know what you mean. Yeah. You know, the kids. Right. The kids that stay here. These damn right. kids these uh, days. Adult children. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um... So you have your monthly subscription fee, but, and then you offer free content. So they'll 
post a picture of themselves and they'll email it out to everybody and everybody gets this free content and then they upsell you. So they'll do like a little clip of a solo masturbation video and then you can actually buy the entire masturbation video for $5 or however much they want to charge per video. Mm-hmm. What is what is that a self like teaching somebody how to do that or I, I miss teach that. no Bruce oh they're, they're doing it they're doing it okay got it got it yeah yeah okay got it, got it. it's not it's instructional child is masturbating themselves and you purchase it on their OnlyFans and the only way you know is because you subscribe to them yeah hey getting back to that story about people maybe being a little more risque than than normal Sam I don't know if you have any of this uh, information but I gotta assume that the uh, the toy business has got to be booming right now. You know, people uh, getting a little more uh, uh, risque with themselves at home. Maybe, maybe they're they're making some purchases online. Maybe, maybe. but then again, yeah. this is you know, a lot of people are jobless, homeless. Uh, uh, yeah. Unemployment is up. Uh, I would say, if this is a smart person, that they would find things around their home to hang out with, like. Uh, there's all kinds of handy dandy things around your house that you can use in place of your actual hand. Oh God, Sammy, I have to ask, just give me two examples of the top prime around the home gadgets for self-love. Go ahead. Um, well, your bed is awfully, uh, inviting. You can hump your pillows. You can make like a pillow thing and hump your pillows. Another thing that you can do. Oh, there's so many things you can fucking do. Are we talking for men or women? I'm talking about for a man. You make a pillow crevice that you hump. You hump it. You hump a pillow. And, you know. That sounds, get, got it, terri- got it, got that it, sounds got terrible. It works. I've known really? men to do it. All right, then, number two. You, know, you can also sandwich your penis in between your couch cushions. Have you ever heard of rug burn? Like, what are you talking about? If you have a nice soft couch, it works. Better be a nice soft couch. That's all I can say. You certainly don't want to have to lubricate your cushions. No. And there's all kinds of no things way. that you can put in plastic bags and put around your penis. You can all do right, everything from like SpaghettiOs got- to SpaghettiOs to, to SpaghettiOs. Is that what you just said? What about a sock? Isn't that the old story? The sock uh, again. <laughs> do you guys? Do Another you- thing. Put on a plastic glove on your not dominant hand and then jerk yourself off then it's totally like not you doing it all it does all, I, all i'm hearing you put a little face on a sammy oh kind of like one of those soft faces so it's staring at you with the eyes no bruce <laughs> no you don't do that second off all i'm hearing is a great way to like rub yourself raw and not feel good about yourself yeah. oh gosh there's so much to do guys my all right, forget you, about the men you give lost me the top me two, for, give the top two household aspects of help for women oh so, god jesus christ that two, is just two ending. two tops oh, really? just two okay really okay the faucet of your bathtub let the water right onto your clit yeah that's that an old adage yeah yeah duh uh a toothbrush electric toothbrush mm. Um, but then here's other ones like <laughs> there's the spoon trick. I can't. Okay. I can't do this anymore. This the is my, this trick? is what I do for a living. What is the, what the hell is, is happening? Is that like when you hang the spoon from your chin? What is no. that? Hold on. Oh, she's That's gone now. Oh no. Oh God! If we're gonna get a, a video this, here, this is gonna go viral. This, this, this is show. this is now this is becoming DIY. Oh my God! Okay. All right. Go ahead, give it to us, Sammy. So or don't. So pretend this is a vagina. Right there. Right. 
great. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's nice and it feels cold and you can even put it in the freezer. All right. We're getting kicked off YouTube. I think the tips today, of, uh, these are going to be very well accepted. Okay, and cool. And also fruits and vegetables, as long as there's not much sugar, sugar will cause yeast infections. So it's not like you really want to stick a popsicle up there. Um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Anything that vibrates, anything, your cell phone, put it on fucking, put it on alarm, anything, anything, anywhere. Oh, I'm never uh, touching your cell phone ever again, Sam. Like if you, if we're in the same room and you ask me to hand it to you, I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's all sanitized. Another thing, um, if you have any railings in your house, like a staircase, up and down that staircase, that not the staircase, the railings. Hey, Sam, how'd you break your leg? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. No, Sammy Phillips, everybody, if you, if you want your holiday cheer when you're coming down to see your gifts on Christmas, hop on the rail. It'll be a lot of fun and on the way down. Don't don't hold on to the railing when you go upstairs at Sam's. All right, guys, let's move on from this one. Please. This is uh, reminiscent of our old SNR days. And Sammy, God loves I love having you on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, guys, we're also talking about the fact that people are out of work. And uh, whether they're going up and down banisters to make them feel better when they can't go to work during the day, that's their prerogative, of course. But right now, um, it looks like after the, the $2,000 monthly rents, you know, all the, all the things go on. It looks like 14 million households now, after these protections expire, these government protections, are at risk of eviction. 14 million households are at risk of eviction. That's crazy. When you think about that, that's 14 crazy. million times two, you know, if it's it, just at least two people, that's 28 million people uh, are going to be homeless. And, and that's one thing I've noticed, guys. I don't know if you've noticed it uh, when, when you're out and about, is I, I've seen some people that are, you know, on the street, you know, with their signs uh, on the corners. Um, there are a lot of people out there more recently that look newer to, to that sort of situation which i mean it's sad when anyone is out trying to ask for spare change and money just to you know get a warm meal and and, and get some shelter but I, but i have noticed the uh the people that are out there seem to be uh newer to that situation than than more often what we're used to right now the homeless situation i don't know about elsewhere but i'm sure it's bad everywhere right now in los angeles like down at gold's gym that i used to go to which is closed it's all tent. It's tent city now. Venice right. is tent city. It's just it it it's crazy, you know, crazy. Uh, I Sammy. was on the wait. Listen, I was on the freeway the other day, getting off. You know, and you come off the freeway and you're at a light, and there's always right a homeless person standing there yeah. asking for money, and it was, you know, like a I don't know thirty something year old guy and his sign. Oh Jesus! Sorry. Um, his sign literally, sorry, his sign literally said, just hungry, just oh, hungry. That's, that's it. Horribly he sad. Was, this man was just fucking hungry. Yeah. yeah. I looked at my bag. I was going to pull out a dollar. I only had a $10 bill. That man needed that $10 way more than I did. For sure. Did he have so, a mask on? I have to ask, did he have a mask on? Did you hand it to him? Did you get close to him? Uh, I was in my car. I yeah, you have to roll down the window. He's got to come over and pick it up and breathe on you. Did he have a mask on? No, did you hand it to I him? I literally handed it like this. 
I handed. Okay. She still doesn't answer the question. Did he have a mask on? Did he have a mask I on? Don't, honestly, I don't remember, but that's yeah. not going to be a reason for me not to no, give 100%. a guy fucking money. I, I understand. I, I you agree get with close that. and somebody has a mask, you're I, risking I, yourself. Listen, uh, hang on. Calm so down. I cleaned. Uh, I have a big ass thing of Purell right there in my car. Yeah. Um, I didn't breathe. I fucking rolled up, rolled down. Here you go. Then um, same day. I came off the freeway again and there was yet another person, yeah. not with a simple sign like that, just a person. And I do believe that person did have a mask. And all I had was a bunch of change in my bag and a mask. So I put it in the mask, all this change, and I put it out of my window and he just captured it and said, God bless. Good, good, very nice, good very you, nice Sam. Sammy. I, you know, I, I think guys, th- there are two things that someone can say to me that will make me melt and give them all the money I have on me. And one is, as you mentioned, Sam, them being hungry, just hungry. And the other is being cold. And I think those are two hardships in life that we all know what it is like to be cold and hungry. And when you are cold and hungry and there's no reprieve from either, man, it is a tough situation to be in. And right now during a pandemic, I I just feel really bad for the, the the less fortunate, and yeah, you know, if you're out there and you're in a uh, a means, you know, situation where you have the means to buy someone a meal, just do it. You got to do it. Yeah, you know what? It's all about paying it forward a little bit. Just now, paying it forward is a little different because we got to practice safety and protocol even when you're paying it forward. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that, no that, reason not to pay it forward, but practice your safety and protocol. That, that's one thing I will say. Like the uh, the paying it forward uh, in the terms of like going through the Starbucks and and getting a a coffee and then paying for the people behind you. I, I understand that that sentiment and it's great. But everyone going through that line to get a Starbucks, they all have the means to get a cup of coffee. If you really want to make a difference and, and change someone's uh, life, I, I really think it's uh, a better time now more than ever. Uh, to go be charitable and, and do so through the, the various outlets. I saw a story that said, uh, you know, some of the uh, Toys for Tots uh, funds that, that give uh, presents to, uh, you know, the less fortunate uh, children and, and families that are in, you know, economic hardship. Uh, they're having a real hard time uh, getting things because of COVID because you can't bring, like, you can't even bring things to Goodwill right now, guys. If you want to donate things to Goodwill, Goodwill will not accept it. Um, I, I feel really, uh, uh, bad for, for those sort of charities and, and families that have sort of called upon those charities to make, uh, Christmases, uh, for, for their kids, you know, good. The, the, the resources are not coming in, uh, like they normally do in years past. Yep. I'm with you. I am with you. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to move this on a little bit, guys. Uh, right now, Sammy, you're probably familiar. And again, Again, paying it for. We just talked about a wonderful thing to do, but just be it safe. I'm not. I'm not trying to cut this off. We have a time limit here. Uh, Sammy, in your partying days and my partying days, not that you know we wouldn't party now, but we're not partying now. Let's put it that way. I used to have a guy who lived up the street from me when I had my beach house in the marina, and um, he also had a big place in Malibu. We had parties at, and I'm sure I'm going to mention the name, and I, I'm going to venture to guess you're going to know him right away. Fashion mogul Peter Nygaard. Oh yeah. 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 Just got arrested, Sammy. I know, you, I know you've probably been at this guy's house and party. This guy was a big partier here in L.A. He's a Canadian fashion mogul. For people that don't know, Peter Nygaard used to throw I on these big... I know who he is, but I don't know him. Like, I don't know he, him, know him. He just got arrested like Epstein, uh, trafficking and sexually assaulting dozens of teenage girls and women. Uh, he owns a modeling, agency, owned a modeling agency, 
and uh, he's under the Extradiction Act. He's in Winnipeg right now. He got in court on Tuesday afternoon. Several plaintiffs in the suit say they were 14 and 15 when he gave them alcohol, drugs, and raped them. Uh, promises of at his home and his estate in the Bahamas sounds similar. Um, and promises of modeling opportunities. 57 women, including 18 Canadians, have now joined the lawsuit. He's 79 years old. Done. How does it you get play, out pay. of hand? Like, I mean, the, the thing that is is so alarming Horrible. about the Epstein stuff is there there were people that were uh, essentially, uh, I, I don't want to say outright accomplices, but they they were guilty because they weren't speaking up. Like these yeah. things, these things happen, and they continue to happen because people don't do the right thing and and report it, and and that's what's really hard. I mean, obviously, these these people at the center of it are disgusting individuals, but the, yeah. the people that are around them that aren't, you know, doing what is the human thing to do in, you know, breaking the silence, it's, it's so befuddling to me how these things go on and, and get this deep, Bruce, because it just takes one person to go raise the, the alarm. Absolutely. And when you see as many as 57 people come forward, there's got to be, in my guesstimation, definitely some truth to the issue, Uh-oh. if you know what I'm saying. I think Sam just ID'd one of the, the partiers from last night that have yet to leave, so <laughs> she's kicking him out. Hey, TJ, while well, Sammy's there, uh, Sammy, can you hear? Yeah, I'm right here. All right, so did you guys see this video that went viral of this asshole coach of a youth football team slapping around the kids, one in particular? No. Did you see that? Uh-uh. It was horrible. It was, I mean, we're talking kids. I forget exactly how old they are. Let me see here. Uh, nine years old, right? He smacked a nine-year-old twice in the head. I'm talking hard, okay? Based on his... Hel- helmet on uh, or off? Helmet on, helmet on, uh-huh. helmet on. But does it, it make, doesn't make does any make difference, difference, but no. Yeah. It'll be tough for prosecutors to get a conviction without a cooperating victim in the case, but... The coach issued an apology. Okay, great. You can apologize so much. There's got to be some repercussions here. Yeah. Even LeBron James, Bruce Smith, the the ex-football star, Shannon Sharp, more have all come out against this guy. And rightfully so, he's going to be charged with child abuse, and he damn well should be. 100%. Wherever wherever it goes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I don't care uh, how old the kid is. I don't care how, uh, you know, the helmet being on or off. You as a coach in a youth uh, situation to not lay your hand uh, on a child, and especially no. now when we uh, are, are so conscious about, uh, you know, head trauma and, and brain injuries, Bruce, like, yeah. again, going back to the, the idea of the helmet being on, like, we're finding out that any hit to the head, whether you have a helmet on or not, is detrimental uh, to a human's long-term health. And, uh, you know, I haven't seen the video. I don't know how hard he hit the, the kid, but it, it doesn't Hard. matter. He, he needs to be not only, you know, punished uh, in a court of law, but he should have nothing to do with, with youth sports moving forward whatsoever. Well, it's like, for instance, last week we talked about that football player that ran on a field and did a, threw a block into a uh, referee. Right. Who then eject, rejected him from the game. Right. Well, he's just been banned from high school sports forever. He okay? should be. So this individual should be banned and also, he should spend at least about 10 minutes in the room with the kid's father. Right. That's what I would like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. All right. With that being said, the Cleveland Indians now are planning to change their name. The Cleveland Indians are not going to be the Cleveland Indians anymore. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to go by. Uh, Washington, of course, just calls themselves the Washington football team. But the Cleveland Indians are going to follow suit. Um, 
They're dropping the Indian's name. They've had it since 1915, and they're starting a process of trying to figure out what to adopt as a new choice. Looking at uh, Cleveland, they've had a a long AAA team um, that that has been, I think, in a variety of systems. I think the Yankees uh, system as well as uh, the the Cleveland system, but uh, they're called the Columbus Clippers, and I would love if Cleveland would adopt their their name and, and, you know, maybe try to buy that out because that's a, a fantastic uh, minor league uh, franchise. He, here's my thing, guys. Like, I, I don't know how a race of people was ever thought to be a good idea as a team's uh, mascot. Like, like the Fighting Irish. Like, I, I mean, not too many people are offended by Notre Dame and the Fighting Irish. But, like, I, again, like, why? Like, wh- why would you... You, you would never think to be like, ah, we're going to be the Los Angeles Italians. Like, wh- why would you ever do that? I don't, I don't understand. It's, it's weird to me. It's antiquated. When these, again, we're going back to 1915. So it's all about things. I don't know what that is. That's Sam's computer. It's fine. Oh. It's, uh, I don't make the notification noise stop. That's fine. It's all right, Sammy. It's all right. We let you talk about the spoon. We, we let you talk about the spoon. We'll let you make noises out of your computer. Okay. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is filming Mission Impossible 7. He went off just like the man that plays Batman. I forget his name. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now. That went off on the crew member one time. But he went off. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, that that scene. He went off with, you know, cursing everything. uh, Went off on his crew. He he checks the, the sets every morning, they say, to make sure everything's COVID safe. Members were not standing six feet apart. Basically, he said, if you do it again, you're effing gone. Who is this? Uh, who who Tom went off? Cruise, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise on Mission Impossible 7 set. He's, listen, he's a very conscientious worker. He follows, from everything I've read and seen, he is into everything happening on the set. He throws his work and his whole body and soul into his movies. He wants to get through this and show Hollywood they can film a big, uh, big money production like Mission Impossible 7 in these COVID times. Because let's face it. What is Hollywood going to be like in a year? I mean, if you want to talk about a suffering oh, industry, we, we've already run into it, Bruce. I mean, we're we're coming up on uh, you know a, a a spring season that's not going to have any new television shows. Like the way that these big productions have had to uh, minimize things, uh, it, you know, it's a good thing Netflix has as as many things as it does for us to binge watch, but because. Newer uh, television series and, and big blockbuster films, uh, they're they're going to be, you know, searching for titles that just aren't there because of COVID. Agreed. And while we're on the subject on TV, I started watching a show with Brian Cranston, uh, that fine oh, actor. Yeah. We the, all is this yeah, the judge show? It's called Your Honor. Yeah, I've been meaning wow. to uh, watch it. Is it good? Wow, watch the first segment and you're going to be glued. It's going to start off a little slow. Right. And then it's going to bang you till the end, and you're going to be. I can't wait to watch the next segment. How, how Check dark, it out in Showtime. How dark is it? Because it, 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 it like watching the, the promo, it felt very Breaking Bad like as far as like the tone. It's got a complete original flair and feel to it, an original story, one that'll affect you, and it'll keep you on the edge of your seat. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, watch it. With that said, let me uh, make a, another uh, suggestion. Uh, did you watch The Big Bang Theory? Yeah, well, not religiously, but right, yes, but you're, right, you're, and I liked it. Uh, do you remember the uh, actor uh, Kaylee Callie Cuoco? She's she's of in the course, yeah, yeah. She yeah. Uh, she has a role on uh, the HBO uh, series called The Flight Attendant, and it is it is awesome. It is uh, it is a drama, but it has some very comedic 
uh, elements to it. Uh, it's worth a, a binge uh, if you want to go down that rabbit hole. Every episode is like between 30 and 45 minutes. Uh, fantastic little uh, uh, way to spend your afternoon. Cool. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. On to some collectible news here. Thanks, TJ. Uh, Stephen, uh, Steph Curry, Stephen Curry, mm-hmm. his uh, rookie card. Again, we go to the crazy. It's a modern-day card. It's called a Panini Treasure Card, Century Gold, uh, signed by Curry. It's an autographed rookie card. <laughs> How much do you think this cardboard piece sold for? How many are in existence? It doesn't say. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Very few. Very few. I'll, I'll save you the trouble. $616,000. Again, I just – so, like, he, here's my thing. Is, is it a card that was made – after he finally was like getting success, because like the, the before I, it's two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Right, oh, but but here's my thing: there are certain uh, card companies that will go and quote unquote make a rookie card after that rookie has like made the All Star team. You no, know what I mean? No, no. Like before, before that's where the value comes in because you're talking about what could be classified as a commemorative card. Sure. This is an original card, rookie card, one of his rookie cards, obviously limited, maybe one or two, if not one. It's out there. It got but sold. It's, it goes with this long list of six-figure cards selling for LeBron James and what, Brady what, and everybody. See, I, I like I, I get dubious of the idea that, like, let's say Steph Curry doesn't become a big deal, right? Why would they yeah. ever make one rookie card of Steph Curry? Like I can't, do, I can't do you see that. what I'm saying. Like, it, it, are there one rookie cards of dudes that didn't become fantastic players? Like, it, yes. it seems vi- yes. Okay. Yes. I I guess I guess you need to show me one because I don't I know. I don't. You, I if you ever make it over to Buffer Manor, I'll show you a bunch of them. I've got one group that was made and back in the early. Uh, or the late '90s with Jordan, and, where it's and one whatever. of no, no, no. I I don't want a Jordan. I want a one of one of a player that didn't amount to shit. In this same stack of cards, there's players in there, and it's one of these rare things. But the whole set never got worth anything. So, to answer your question, yes, there are examples of that. I can easily find them for you and send them. You know, I can't go off the top of my head right now, but yes, the answer to your question is yes. So, so, so here the guy I panned made, out his cards worth money. They've made rookie cards where there was only one. Of those cards ever made, I can't say one, but limited, See, limited, which okay. could be like a hundred. All right, the one that I have is like fifty to a hundred in these sets. All right, because you had to, so not one. I can't say that because I don't see any reason, like you're saying, right. why would they make one of somebody? But somebody who's up and coming who didn't pan out, yes, those have been made. Okay, to my recollection. I mean, yeah. All right, a feel yeah, good, yeah. go ahead. Feel good right. story for the week before we sign off. A hundred and seven from your home state, TJ. Uh, they're tough in Minnesota. Tilly Dibing, she's 107 years old. She survived COVID. Wow. Love it. Unbelievable. That's that's amazing. And that goes back to kind of what we're talking about, too, because it it affects everybody differently. And, uh, I mean, I know 30-year-olds who barely made it through. And for someone to make it at, you know, 100-plus years old, uh, I, I don't know what she eats for breakfast, but give me some of that. It's all good. Here's the interesting thing, too. She was alive, and she was five years old during the 1918 flu pandemic. Wow. She's been through it all. She's, she's from the toughest generation I in mean, the world. We all know what that generation is, and it's proven right here. Good for her. How, good many, for her. how many people are, are alive for multiple pandemics like that, you know what I mean, let alone to survive one into their hundreds? That's, that's crazy. I don't know, but I love seeing that. All right, everybody. It's the week before Christmas week. Uh, we will be back next week with our Christmas show. 
Oh, what, you, what are you guys getting people? What's the one thing that's eluded you? Are you buying the boys anything, Bruce? I was, yeah, well, no, here's the thing. I can't go to, I was going to ask you guys this too. I can't go to the store. I don't want to go to the store to buy gifts. Obviously, online yeah. buying is there. I think this year is going to be the first year that I'm not going to be sending out, and please understand this, you too, guys. I'm not going to be sending out the gifts. We're not going to be going to the work to go to the post office and do everything we normally do. I'm going to wish you both a very Merry Christmas. You'll probably hear from me on something else before Christmas. But right now, cards going out, gifts going out are going to be and it's more about my immediate family right now. It's about us being together, surviving this pandemic. And my best wishes to my friends and, and other loved ones out there will be either in the form of phone call, Zoom call, more of a personalized touch this year. The kids, I think it's time for, uh, and I know I don't think they're going to be listening to the show, but I, I think um, it's time for college education donations and you know things for them. I'm gonna wanna, I want to give them money to buy something for themselves, buy something they really want, unless I can find it out. Otherwise, it's going to be a college donation um, gift for their future. That's great. Yeah. Sammy, yeah. what's up? Let us know because we're signing off. Okay. Uh, I love you. That's it. I love okay. you too, PJ. I love you too. And um, do I need to send – do I need to get you a set of spoons for Christmas, Sammy? Um, I have plenty. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. We're full of them. Trying to figure it out. I was going to get you. Would a sterling silver spoon be any better? (laughs) Can I have a gold one, please? Oh, I'm sure you would love that one for sure. Okay. (laughs) Um, But follow me, Sam's Pajama Party, on Instagram, The Single Life on Twitter, and Sammy Phillips on Facebook. That's it. Fantastic. And TJ, what do you want for Christmas? A new pillow or new uh, uh, couch cushions? I mean, what do you need? Uh, hand sanitizer if I ever go to Sam's house and need to use a railing. Uh, no, I got If I ever I come wanted. to your house and see the center of your couch having dents in it, I'm going to wonder what kind of party you had the night before. <laughs> I, I, I got what I wanted, guys. My, uh, my wife was able to score me a PlayStation 5, which are incredibly hard to uh, find. So uh, I, I was very happy for that. But, uh, yeah, no, as far as... Uh, uh, promotional things to to get people uh, excited for. I uh, hopefully, uh, obviously, you got a UFC coming up uh, on Saturday, but uh, on Sunday live on UFC Fight Pass, uh, I'll be in Cancun, Mexico, for uh, Eddie Bravo's Combat Jiu Jitsu Worlds. That is all about the female flyweights coming up on Sunday, a one night sixteen woman tournament uh, where we will crown a new CJJ uh, World Flyweight Champion. So hopefully, people will check that out Sunday live on Fight Pass. Oh, that's great. I just saw Victor at the UFC last week, and I forgot to ask him about EBI, but very, very cool. For me, I am had my last show of UFC last week. Uh, Got to say real quick, amazing main event between Figueiredo and Moreno. Oh, best, uh, be- best fight ever at 125, Bruce. Unbelievable Total contender match. for fight of the year. Total contender for fight of the year. No question. Yeah, for me, uh, Zhang Weili and, and Ioana will still get that nod, yeah, but uh, Mor- Moreno and, and, and Figueroa, uh this fight, in a lot of ways, while I don't think it will win fight of the year in my book, uh, it, it was a fight that was you know very much needed uh, for this 125-pound weight class. When you look at uh, you know what this division's gone through over the last few years, Demetrius Johnson, you know, dropping the belt to uh, Henry Cejudo and DJ leaving the promotion, and then you know Henry hanging up the gloves. Uh, there was a lot of concern, at least on my side, uh, of whether or not uh, the the 125-pound class had staying power. 
And, you know, you're only as good as the people that represent your division as far as champions are concerned. And a champion is only as good as their main rival. And Brandon Moreno and Davison Figueroa for 25 minutes put on a fight for the ages. And uh, I can't wait for uh, a rematch in, in 2021. And, and that just means the uh, flyweight division will continue to grow and, and become stronger. And uh, if people didn't watch this uh, on pay-per-view, go back and, and check it out now, but also get ready for really what should be one of the uh, most anticipated rematches in, in championship history coming up here between those two men. Yeah, without question. And I got to give matchmaker Mick Maynard a little credit for basically saving the flyweight uh, division and making it what it is today. Also, too, uh, that was last week. Uh, that was my last show. I'll be back for the shows in January. I'll be doing all three of them wherever they may be when they are announced. Um, this weekend is a very hot card. Jose Aldo coming back, fighting Marlon Vera, Stephen Thompson in the main event against Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal. Um, you've got Bilal Muhammad and Diego Lima, but Bilal Muhammad just tested for COVID. He will not be fighting this weekend, so he's out. Uh, they put 15 fights on this card, and uh, that's a, definitely a barn burner. So Greg Hardy and, and Marcin uh, Tabora, um, there's, there's some really good names on this card. Oh, so yeah. it's very exciting. Yeah, I'll be glued to that. I'll be watching it myself, enjoying it from the comfort of my home. And um, listen, Sammy. Yes. Maybe back next week for our Christmas show, and I'll yeah. let you know. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Get your Christmas hat ready if we do. And uh, love you very much, honey. You be safe this week and have a good week. And wish you all the best. And um, I will talk to you soon. Wipe down, that, wipe down that banister, Sam. Come on. Jeez. I don't have a banister. Oh, oh okay. I do, I do have a chair. Okay, here we go. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> and the note on a high note. <laughs> a high chair. Hi, <laughs> right, TJ. Go ahead. What's up? No, that's it. Uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at TJ DeSantis. Uh, check out Extra Rounds. Uh, just doing a show uh, actually later today with Eddie Bravo and Chael Sonnen. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, wonderful art of submission fighting. And, you know, with Eddie, who knows what the hell we'll talk about. It, it, it might be uh, thought-provoking. It might be mind-numbing. But uh, it's always fun. Uh, so check that out. Uh, extra rounds available on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page or, or anytime uh, on Fight Pass. Very cool. And uh, have a good time at that, TJ. Stay safe. And we'll all talk next week. Everybody, I want to recommend a movie called Fat Man with Mel Gibson. It's an amazing turn on Santa Claus. This is not what to be expected. I'm just going to tell you if you get a chance, catch the movie Fat Man. That's all I'm going to tell you. Perfect. With that being said, I've got a lot of work to do. Puncher's Chance to Sell. Things to get out. I've gotten cameo orders during the show in the last hour i got a lot of filming today to do keep sending your videos and your audios your christmas videos and requests into brewbuffer.com i'm there to serve you your your wish is my command um with that being said i will be back next week sammy love you tj always a pleasure all right everybody be a role model to your sphere of influence practice your safety and protocol set your goals write them down learn about them so when you set on that path you are the best you can be by being the best you can be, that means you're winning. Whether you're number one, number 10, or number two, be the best you can be and you're winning. And above all, now is the time to become the best physically and mentally you can as we come out of this pandemic to be stronger than ever. End the year strong to start the year strong if you are a successful achiever individual. Me, I'm an overachiever. You want to follow me? Go for it. You want to stay with me? Go for it. Bottom line is just be the best you can be. Be who you are. And that is what you're doing, serving yourself happy and loving yourself so you can be happy and love the people around you. Happy holidays, everybody. Enjoy this beautiful day, this beautiful life. Stay safe. Love you all. Big cheers. No fears forever. Buffer out.